Hey, welcome to another edition of Under the Influence. This is a show about storytelling and messages, not alcoholic beverages. I am your host, Aquan Robinson. Uh, Make sure you follow us on YouTube at Kari Creative. We're streaming live on Facebook uh, under the Influence TV. You can also get a follow-up listen on Spotify for the audio podcast. If you got any any questions, make sure you type it in, and we'll try to address them out through the show. Today, we are broadcasting live from Crew on Mount Megs. I want to give a shout out to the owner of this established, Mendel Brown, for allowing us to use this wonderful, wonderful location, this spot. Uh, Today, I am excited to introduce you to our guest. Uh, He is responsible for redesigning the Under the Influence branding, part of the Extend experience at the Crest Building downtown, Um, DJ, promoter, all around good dude. Welcome to the show, Mr. Jake Pugh. How you doing? Claps, applauses, 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 applauses. So uh, hey, make sure uh, I'm gonna make sure I got your social media right. So I'm gonna give you a shout out. Make sure you follow him at Always Chasing Music, and that's on all social media platforms. Social media. All right, and then we got uh, at Gravity Party MGM on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Okay, all that too. So cool. So let's 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 get right to it. Um, So as a fellow music lover, right, my first question to you is. How'd you get into DJing, and how long have you been working on your craft? Cool, cool. Well, it depends on how far you want to go back talking about that passion for music. You know? Okay. And uh, grew up a music lover. My dad, my family was big into music. It's a story with a lot of DJs, you know, coming up. And I went through the gamut of genres through high school and college. And, and I was an emo kid in high school, loved, okay. loved punk rock music and yep. that sort of thing, you know. And uh, that emotionality of the music really spoke to me. And as I got older and uh, began going to more live shows and that sort of thing, that was the music that I was drawn to, is that music mm-hmm. with the emotional aspect to it and that sort of thing. And uh, with the advent of all these streaming platforms, you began to have so much more control over the, the music that you had access to. Yeah. And building playlists and all that sort of thing, and Spotify and SoundCloud. And about uh, eight, seven or eight years ago, I, my, a big group of friends of mine, uh, we traveled together a lot and we began to put together playlists specifically for experiences like mm-hmm. if we had a four or five hour drive we would put together a playlist in a specific order okay so to like control the flow of that experience or whatever yeah. or like you know like go to a concert come home late night getting ready for bed taking the shower you have that that, that music that you know ends the night called parachute music you know okay. it brings like the, brings the energy of the night down or yeah. whatever. and uh so we began to think well what other experiences can we begin to soundtrack and it just led very naturally into getting DJ equipment, throwing some small house parties and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, an opportunity came up to uh, to have an event where we play on our DJ equipment out and invite other people. And it worked. And nice. a few people came and uh, it's just grown to, to where we are now. Cool, cool. So uh, why, you know, and you talked about soundtrack and stuff. So why is music important to you? Like, give me a little bit more detail on it. Man, that's such a great question. And I, I think it's such a great question because uh, it's so similar for a lot of people, and it can be so incredibly different for so many people. Like everybody has their own story, their own relationship with music, and uh, and for me, one of the most powerful aspects is the fact that music can become common ground for people who have totally different backgrounds, totally different cultures. Even mm-hmm. music can speak to people in ways that they can't really even define. Yep. And uh, I think that is that is what makes music such a powerful human force. Nice. 
So educate us on the genre. So you got EDM, you got techno, you got house, and a lot of people kind of group it all into one. Are there distinct differences between? Uh, there, there are, and evolving every day, okay. it seems like, too. Uh, so this is one that I'm excited for the opportunity to kind of uh, put some information out there. So uh, electronic dance music has gotten a bad rap in the past, and people are, are confused by what it means and that sort of thing, and the big high energy, huge festival scenes that you see when you mm -hmm. think about EDM uh, is very, very different than the underground dance club scene of, say, house music or yep. uh, that sort of thing. Uh, house and techno came from uh, gay black clubs of Chicago and Detroit. Mm -hmm. uh, this was music that was created to foster an environment, not necessarily to stimulate the individual, if right. that makes sense, right? So uh, the music that I, that I love and that I play at, at the parties that we throw is, it's it's more down tempo than say EDM or techno. It has more organic sounds, a lot of like a lot of bongo drums and congo drums and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Uh, that kind of tribal feel is yeah. what I love in dance music because it's it's so natural to dance to. You know, yeah. uh, you see people that claim they can't dance, they're able to dance to that music. So, uh, to to answer your question more appropriately, there, uh, EDM is mainstream. It's like the it's the pop music of yep. dance music, right? Okay. Uh, then techno is going to be a lot more repetitive techno came out of detroit and it kind of reflects that uh that feel of that city you know the the, the uh the industry that was there yeah. a lot of techno sounds are very mechanical and okay. you hear clangs and claps and that thing in techno music a lot uh it's very fast 125 to 135 140 bpm so it's a little higher energy a lot of times than say house music um, and house music on the other side, it was spawned from disco in Chicago. So mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the sounds that you'll hear in house music are uh, jazzy or uh, more instrumental or that sort of thing, a little more soulful, people yeah. say, than something, yeah. something like techno. Yeah. So that, that's some of the kind of the key differences there. We could talk for two hours about, yeah, yeah. about when that I, part. But <laughs> a lot of times when I hear house, you know, I think of like DC is big. They got a big yep. culture in DC yep. with the house music and stuff. So yep. thanks for uh, yep. clarifying that sure. for, for the uninitiated, sure. if you will, right? <laughs> All right, so when we spoke before the show, as we were prepping, um, you talked about the role that music plays in the progress uh, of the city. So how can, how can that concept help a city like Montgomery? Um, so this, to me, is kind of the crux of why I do what I do when it comes to these parties. Uh, we were those people who would say to our friends, I wish there was more to do in Montgomery. You know, we were going to Atlanta, Nashville, Tampa, whatever, to go to the clubs that we wanted to go to and see the DJs, the international DJs that we wanted to see because it's just, it's, that wasn't going on here. Like That mm -hmm. music wasn't accessible here. But as we got educated on, like it's not necessarily about the DJ. It's about the room. It's about the people and the energy and the love and all, all these benefits that can come from building a community. Mm -hmm. uh, and as we learned to DJ, like I was saying before, yep. uh, we realized that we had the tools to, to, to do that here. And so the whole point of doing that was to affect the city in a positive way by bringing together the black community and the white community under the banner of a music that was not really owned by either one, if, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. like to find that common ground where we could bring people together. And, um, and the music that we play is, uh, it's so diverse and international that it, it can reach anyone and everyone. So the uh, point of that is, we wanted to offer something to this city that was outside of the norm. Every every venue that we have here in this city has a role to play. Mm -hmm. And the owners and the people that go there are all part of this mesh, this network of 
of nightlife that is the breathing heart and soul of the city. Uh, there's a Japanese term that I'm failing to remember right now, uh, but basically the, the term means third place, a place that's not your home and it's not your work. And that third place are, is some of the most culturally relevant places because those are the places where people feel that they can be themselves. Mm. And that's when people can really connect. Yep. Uh, when you can let your guard down in an environment where you can be yourself, it fosters growth. So, so tell us more about your business, about Gravity. Okay. Um, so when we got that first gig, that first opportunity to play out, we were like, mm -hmm. well, if we're going to promote this thing, let's name it. So we thought about the idea of, you know, drawing a community together, okay. you know, gravity, that sort of thing. And uh, so we just stuck a name on it and said, let's try it. You know, that was what we put on the flyer, you know, and kind of a couple of small details there, but left it a little bit ambiguous. Mm -hmm. And uh, as it grew, that idea kind of took legs there. So we, uh, we, um, we actually filed for a business license uh, for Gravity. Um, I'll set up there, uh, liability insurance, like your license, the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, we're, we're in the yeah. process of doing that now. Um, but the, the, the whole point of it is not to make a career out of it, right? The whole point of this thing is to build a community here. And um, that's what Gravity is to us. Nice. It's a home base for gathering people of all kinds uh, to come together and try something new. Yeah. <laughs> So how'd you get connected with 21 Dreams and, and Kalanji over there? Um, so so I, uh, I came to Montgomery to go to AUM for fine art school. I got a degree in graphic design here. So I always kind of paid attention to the art scene and uh, in some ways an artist myself. And uh, I, I just follow what's going on. And I got to see in some of the things that Kalanji was posting, some of the events that 21 Dreams had going on. So I just sent him a message on Facebook. It was like, hey, man, I respect what you're doing. I want to support in any way I can. If it's coming to events or playing an event or whatever, any way I can help support what you're doing, man, I want to do it. No strings attached. Nice. And uh, and he re responded in kind. And for about a year and a half, two years now, we just check in with each other occasionally on Facebook. Hey, man, how are things going? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, we just kind of started coming up with some ways we could actually work together with this project. So mm -hmm. do some of the graphics for this. And uh, he wanted me to come on the show and talk about what we're doing in Gravity. So uh, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Again, glad to have you. Uh, so the elephant in the room, COVID-19, <laughs> yeah. right? How has it affected your efforts and uh, what does the future of gravity look like? So it's pretty weird right now. Um, we went from an event, at least one event every week, uh, to nothing. We've done nothing. We've done a couple of live streams, but um, as of right now, we have no plans for throwing an event anytime soon. Um, we're kicking around some ideas as far as um, something open air, maybe some mm -hmm. park parties this fall or maybe in the spring. But um, we realize that we have to come last in a lot of ways when yeah. it comes in, in nightlife. Uh, so we're trying to be humble and patient about uh, doing it, not when we're comfortable doing it, but when the culture is comfortable with moving forward on, on nightlife. And, uh, so that's kind of where we are. Uh, we are working on some, uh, some new ideas for live streams. Uh, we're doing one a week from Saturday. So if you uh, go follow us on our socials, you'll see that event pop up. But uh, gonna start probably hosting a few private parties and then transition into parties where we actually sell tickets, which is something we've never done before, pre-selling mm -hmm. tickets. One, to kind of get commitment uh, yeah. to actually come, and then to be able to uh, 
to be able to control the door so that we know who's actually attending. We can record information so that if somebody does get sick, we can reach out and contact other people. So we're, we're digging into like the ways to responsibly run an event where you have 25, then 30, then 50, then 100 people and that sort of thing. So it's taken some additional planning, but um, but it's been it's been really useful for us. And uh, you know, current events have been really weird in a lot of ways. And, uh, yeah, it's, most it's, definitely. It's challenged us all in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, we've been we've been challenged to uh, to walk the walk a little bit because we we said in the beginnings like we want to connect with the black community and we want to bring every these people together right? mm -hmm. um, and then with the the racial aspects of the current events we've been challenged to hey what what are you doing like how are you being an ally to the black community like yeah. those are the questions I've been asking myself and um, you know to, to go to one one rally is good but how are we how are we investing in our community to to build a future where uh, that allyship becomes genuine and authentic and real and sustainable and that sort of thing? So, so those are the questions that we're asking ourselves, and, um, and I think the future is, is bright for us and for the city and, uh, and uh, people like Kalanji and you guys that are putting these things together. Man, this is what it takes. This is the spark where the flame starts. You know? Well, hey, we appreciate it. We appreciate you, you know, playing your part and, and, and contributing to the overall culture and, and growth of the community as well. So, uh, producer KG, we got any uh, questions out there from the audience? All right. So we have, what is, what is your your, your favorite? Who's your favorite DJ? All right. Cool. That's a good question. Um, gosh, so many DJs, so many genres. Like I could I could name several. Um, but I'll toss one out there uh, if anybody feels like looking it up. Uh, it's a cat named Yoku. Y O K O O. And uh, this guy's uh, Australian-born, uh, raised in France. I think he lives in Portugal now. Uh, he's just traveled the world, every nook and cranny, every good club in the world he's played there. And uh, his style is very, very fluid, and it has aspects of funk music that I really mm -hmm. love. Like, I, I love soul and funk from the 70s, man. It's like one of my favorite yeah. feel-good music. You yeah. know? And uh, he finds elegant ways to bring that sound into house music and techno music. And it's uh, just really, really brilliant, man. It just right. spans the game in there. Right. You got any more questions out yeah. there? Well, I actually have one. I know that you um, you have, like, the streaming shows, like, on Spotify and what have you. We haven't tapped into Spotify yet. Uh, we're streaming it, on... Oh, it's a SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, we're actually li doing our live streams on Twitch. Uh, we do have a series uh -huh. of recorded podcasts on SoundCloud. Uh, we call it Transmission. And I think like a sound transmission from, uh, so we're tapping into our DJ friends from around the Southeast to contribute mixes for us to, to put on there. And that's, that's been cool, man. So hearing how different people interpret in the COVID era, mm. like dance music, uh, <laughs> you know, almost in retrospect, nobody's playing events right now. So yeah. the music has kind of lost its context. So it's, it's interesting to see how people from all over are contributing to something like that. So. Cool, we'll check it out. And then you, I know we was talking beforehand how you have your music, has changed. You, we talked a little bit about that. How, how COVID has affected like some of your, your sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good one. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so the the music that we're talking about here is incredibly contextual. I mean, it's it's music that's intended for people to gather in a room and dance together. Mm. No, you can't do that right now, right? So that yeah. that context has been has been removed. The experience, experiential aspect has been removed. So. Uh, I've found it a little bit hard as an artist to get in the studio and work on producing this music or work on creating new mixes for this music because the context isn't there. The motivation, I think that's one thing that a lot of people are struggling with uh, with COVID right now is like, 
you have that guilt that you're not being productive with mm. the, this free time that you have now or this time that you're not traveling or not working in the office or whatever. But, man, you just got to follow your, follow your path as an artist because uh, things are going to come and go like this where you have to question that thing. So uh, the point is, uh, with that context now gone, the music that I'm listening to right now has kind of changed. Uh, I'm listening to more down-tempo music, more minimal music because – I'm in my home. I'm in my space. You know? mm-hmm. I got my warm lights on and that sort of thing. I got my pets with me. You know? like I got yeah. my wife there snuggling with me. Like, so I'm not listening to 125 BPM techno yeah. and house music that right. I would be dancing to in the club. It's just the context changes there. So, yeah. And, uh, and that, that's, that's kind of the DNA of, of being a DJ. You know, a DJ's job is not to be technical with what they're doing or to make it about themselves. Uh, a good DJ matches the sounds with the environment and, and, and runs that razor's edge between responding to the environment and mm-hmm. creating the environment. Yeah, so, okay. So thinking about music that way through this experience, and you know, I'm just this is coming to me as I'm experiencing it right now, but um, that's, that's part of being a DJ and yep. learning your, your relationship with the music. Yep, so. yep, and then you know, being able to feel that energy from the crowd makes yeah. a huge difference yeah. too, so you can't really effectively yeah do that if you don't have that, that connection with the people that you that you're catering to yeah, yeah, yeah right so um so that's gonna be we we run a little over all time but we're gonna get ready to wrap it up here in a little bit um i want to thank the uh, alabama state council of the arts for gifting us with a grant um as we continue to build the show um and, and building this platform for the community jake is gonna get ready to do a uh we didn't, even, we didn't even get to talk about it yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he ready. He ready. He ready. So, so, uh, b- b- before we, before we, hey, I'm ready. Before, I'm ready. Before we sign off, Jake, Jake is going to do us a, a little set here. Uh, so we get, going to get ready to transition, transition to that. And, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to say a few words before I let Jake go do his thing. And actually, I guess I already said it. If you want to go ahead and set up, so you, we can, we can work on that. But, um, I want to say uh, rest in peace to Mac Dillingham, who passed away suddenly this week. Um, Mac was a dope photographer uh, who really elevated the level of photography in Montgomery. Um, so prayers to his family. Um, we appreciate everything that you did and your influence will be missed. Um, and so as, as we get ready to sign off, I got a little quote that I want to I want to say. So we've got the responsibility to influence people in our lives to be the best possible people that they can be and so therefore encourage one another and build each other up every chance we get so with that we're gonna get ready to transition to uh to jake let him do his thing